Good morning. Welcome to today's devotion. Well, here at BTC, Becoming Transformed by Christ, I just want to begin to go over something briefly with you this morning as we get into today's devotion. What we're talking about is kingdom keys in standing, staying connected with Christ. The first principle that we're going to talk about in kingdom principles is starting out in Psalms 27. Before we get started, I just want us to, if we could, just enter into a time where we're thanking God right now before we get started. Because sometimes we know that as we go to whatever fellowship or church or whatever you're doing on Sundays, but Sometimes, how many of you know, you need to have something Monday through Saturday. So that's the purpose of these devotional podcasts, is to give you that that simple vitamin of encouragement. It's not the, the meal, but it's just simply a supplement to keep you going. Because we need not just an anointing on Sunday, we need something Monday through Sunday as well to carry us through. So let's begin to praise and thank God. Father, I just want to thank you that you're a God. Father, thank you for being here and meeting us right here in your presence. Oh Lord, we worship you. It's because of you and you alone that we're able to even have these devotions and even able to get into your word. And during this time, we're asking that you would teach us, just give us something to stand on, to help us to walk through, to encourage your people. Use me as your tool. Hide me under the bell of your word and allow your spirit to teach your people what you wanted to say and how you want them to walk in in kingdom principles on a regular basis. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're going to use David as our subject matter expert. You see, one of the things that David starts out in recognizing, as we talk about the keys, the kingdom the, the kingdom principle, and we talk about who is your source. That's the question that you need to ask yourself. Who is your source? Who do you look at? This is the first kingdom principle. Who is your source? This is the example in which David wanted us to share with us is who is your source? So no matter what you're going through, if you look at it from this first key, this first principle that we're learning today is who is your source? Whenever things are being disturbed, whenever you find yourself in a jam, whenever you got fear stirred up inside your mind, whenever whatever is going on, ask yourself the question, who is your source? Because whenever things and you get frustrated and I'm, I must be honest with you, that's that's the question that I have to ask myself because when I'm 
out of control, when I'm frustrated, when I get upset, it's because I put my energy and I put my confidence in another source. So the thing of it is, is what David is saying this morning, he's saying the first verse verse says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Write this down. Salvation is number one. Who is your safety net? If the Lord is your source, the Lord is my salvation. That's my safety net. He's the one that saves me. So that means that I am surely safe in his arm. If the Lord is my light and my salvation, why should I be afraid? This is what David is saying. The Lord is my fortress protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble about what's going on? I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. Uh, the gas keep going up. Uh, this person is in a hospital. I don't know how this is going to work out. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to send my daughter to college. I don't know how I'm going to ask the lawyer. I need this. I need that. And, and the list goes on because that's what the enemy does. He keeps us in that, if you ever seen a, a mouse in a cage just running around on that, that wheel, that's what he keeps us doing. He wants to keep us paddling in our minds, just thinking over and over and over again. Aren't you guys tired of that? So if you are, take up this first key, kingdom key right here. The Lord is my source. And because of him being my salvation, And he sums it up in verse two. He says, when my enemy, when the evil people come to devour me, when my enemies come, which means enemies within me or the enemies outside of me, fall. He said, foes attack me. They will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be Afraid. Why is David saying that? He's saying, no matter what's going on, I have my confidence is in my salvation. My confidence is in my salvation. Let me go on. So when I'm afraid and that things are going a certain way, I can rest. The truth in the matter is, when when I was younger, and many of you can say this, when you're younger, you're carefree. You can care less about the concept of what's happening because you don't ever see kids wondering about where they're going to eat, where they're going to sleep, what are they gonna, what's going to happen to them. They simply go along whatever the parents tell them to do. Go to sleep. They don't be concerned about waking up in the morning. They're not concerned about if mom is going to be there. They're not concerned about what clothes are they going to put on. They're not concerned about food. They're not concerned about what's happening tomorrow. Just watch a child as it lays there. In your life, as you soothe the child. And this is what Jesus was talking about. He said, in order to get to 
the kingdom, you must come in a childlike spirit. In other words, your faith must become childlike again. When Nicodemus came to him in the middle of the night, he said, what do you mean about being born again? Can't nobody come back into the womb? He said, no, you're looking at it the wrong way. He said, you must have become a childlike fate in order to understand that God is your source. If God is your source, then you can even say the one thing that David said. He said, in this one thing in verse four, I ask of the Lord. The thing I seek the most is to live in the house of the Lord in all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's presence, in, in his perfection and meditating in the temple. For he will conceal me there when troubles come. He will hide me in his sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on his rock. The next. So we talked about salvation. So what David is talking about is now I have security. I don't have to worry about anything. It's amazing. As a child, we get on a roller coaster. I remember you, you, you just stand in line and you get right on a roller coaster. You don't even worry about whether the thing is going to work or not, whether you're going to come back or not. You just sit back and you enjoy the ride. No matter how fast it's going, no matter what turns or what mounds it is. What David was saying, as long as I have my Lord with me and I'm with him, and as long as I'm assured that he's with me and I can praise him and I can delight and I can meditate on him, then surely I can go through anything that I'm going through because my confidence is not in that thing. My confidence is in the Lord. So in saying that, he goes on to the next thing. Surely I can praise and worship him. And I'm, I'm, I'm wrapping up. Surely I can, rate, I can praise and worship him because he goes on to say, at his sanctuary, I'm going to offer sacrifices and shouts of joy and praise him. What is he saying? You mean to tell me that in the midst of trouble, I'm supposed to shout? I'm supposed to worship when I'm, I'm, my, my child is acting crazy. They're in jail. They may be going through something or the sickness may be getting down. Well, what I'm saying to you is you got to praise him in advance. You got to thank him through the process because his word says he calls us all things to work together for the good of those who are called according to his purpose. So if God allows something to happen, that means it's, he has a purpose for it and it's going to work out for your good. If your confidence is in as God is your source and if he remains your source, then you can have the, the security, you can have the salvation the security, and you can surely praise and worship. 
I'm going I'm to let you know, and I'm, as I'm closing, to let you know what that does. That means that if you ever been on water and you ever treaded water and you lay back or you sat back in, and on your back and you allow in a lazy pool and lay there, no matter the water is all around you, but it's not overtaking you. And because what God is doing is he begins to move you around. Even though there's water all around you, you can simply lay back and say, my God has it. So my confidence is not in what I see. Even before I see the change, I'm going to thank him now because in the midst of the change, change is happening in me. That's a word for somebody. See, even before you see a change, you got to see the change because change is happening to you in your waiting. That's the reason why when David says it, he says in, in the last thing he said in, thir- in verse 13, he said, yet I am confident and I will see the Lord's goodness while I'm here in the land of the living. See, he said, right where I'm at, I'm confident. Right where I'm standing, I'm confident because I'm living. And if I'm living through it, then that means I'm going to go through this, wherever I'm going through, and I'm going to come out fine. And he said, wait patiently for the Lord and be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently. In other words, I can recall the time in, in school and in college and going through the process of trying to get my degree. Now, in that process, I had to go class to class, day by day, hour by hours, per semester for a few years. It didn't happen overnight, but at each step of the way, for each step, I thank God and I praise God whether I got to see, whether I got to be, whether I had to retake the class, no matter what. I stood and I stood and thank God. Even when it's hard, I thank God. And eventually, he bought me through. And I'm just using that as an example for some of you because some of you are waiting until after to praise him, but you're not understanding. You got to praise him while you're walking through the process of your change. You're going to see your change as you begin to praise God in the midst. When Jesus said to the Tim Lefferts, as they were going away and they walked away, he told them to be healed. Only one thanked them and came back. He said, wasn't it? Where the other nine? As they went along, they just received it. So as I close today, this devotional, I want to encourage you with this vitamin, this key. Number, number one, God is your source. Number two, salvation. Remember, your confidence is in his, in the salvation of Jesus. He's the one that saved you. He's the only one. Number three, security. Remember, 
If God is for you, who can be against you? Therefore, he has created all protection no matter what. You don't have to fear what you see or what you're going through. God is going to bring you through. Number, the last one is number four. Surely you can praise God in the midst. Surely you can worship God and you can begin to thank him. So right now, let's begin to thank him even right now before you receive anything that you're going to receive. Act like you've already had it right now. Wherever you are, just begin to thank God right now. Just begin to receive what he has said to you for this encouragement. Father, I thank you for encouraging our heart, our mind, our soul, and our spirit this very day. May your peace be with your people and may they apply this first kingdom principle to their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is wonderful. This is great. However, somebody don't understand salvation that in relationship with Christ is all they need. And having a relationship starts with the Father, with God the Father starts through Jesus Christ. If it wasn't for Jesus, none of us could have a relationship. So today I'm going to invite somebody, whoever you are, The good thing about being on a podcast, nobody knows who you are. But I'm going to ask you to take a step further. I'm going to ask you to reach out to me just to let let me know that you received salvation. And I just want to encourage you. And I want to take you through a simple step, a, a simple prayer. I just need you to pray after me. Just say, Lord Jesus, I need you. And Jesus, I'm asking you to come into my heart and be my Lord and my Savior. I believe that you died for all my sins. And I believe that you rose on the third day from the grave. Now I'm asking you from this day forth to take total control of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you begin to thank him? Thank him right now for your life being changed. Thank him right now for eternal life. Now, as you thank him, I I just want you to take it another step. Reach out to me at dmh at btcempower.org. Have a wonderful day. Remember, God is the only source.